morning, everybody. It is me, Ariston CM, author and entrepreneur, influencer, and a whole lot of other things. Thank you so much for joining me on today as I am jumping back in, getting started. We are going to be talking about terms and conditions on this evening. I trust that you all are doing well. I hope that you have just been experiencing what's called the good life. And if you haven't, please just hang in there. Um, I'm hopefully going to share some things with you today that will give you hope. So I'm sorry. I'm just sharing um, this to a few of my groups. So please bear with me. Um, Also, um, if you guys are watching me for the first time um, and you have not gotten my books, they are available on Amazon. Uh, The Courage to Dance Again, Finding Purpose in Your Pain, Poetry's Love Song, Naked with My Heart, Seven Days of Spiritual Oneness, and Naked with My Heart Prayer Journal. Hey, Chantel, how are you? If you have not gotten a chance to visit my website, please do, www.loveariston.com. If you sign up for emails, then you will be able to get a free prayer journal. It will come to your email. It's downloadable. So now that we have all of that out of the way, I want to first um, just thank you for just sticking in here with me and, you know, all the communication while I was not online as much. Um, I appreciate it. I've built so many relationships outside of Facebook. So thank you guys all for your encouragement and your support. As I was just taking a break, there wasn't anything wrong, but I just needed to pull back because when the Lord say says rest, we have to rest. I'm sorry to hear that, Chantel. Yes, please inbox me. When the Lord says rest, then we have to rest because if we don't, it just causes all kind of problems. And I didn't understand the rest at the time, but it was so beneficial. There are parts of me that healed that I didn't know who were messed up. And just to spend that time with the Lord, even though I spend large quantities of time, it was a different kind of time spent. So I'm very thankful for my time uh, spent with him. So now that I am back, I am recharged and I am ready. So tonight we are going to be talking about terms and conditions. Why are we talking about terms and conditions? We're talking about terms and conditions because they are virtually a part of everything that we do. Terms and conditions are on the websites we visit, the products we purchase, um, just about everything it has terms and conditions and oftentimes when we see those terms and conditions they're so long they're so involving we just want to accept them so that we can move to our next phase which is getting that product or doing that download or signing up for um, a service and so we're going to talk about that because it's very relevant in our lives so I have notes so that I can try to stay on task because I don't want to ramble. I believe that I would like to get right to the point. I believe that I would like to be concise in what I am saying. Now, before I um, get started, let me tell you who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the person who has 
talents, who is gifted, but they're not able to use them. I'm talking about the talking to the person who's married the love of their life, yet that person has changed. I'm talking to the person who finally had a baby after wanting one for so long, only to lose it. I'm talking to the person who has so much love to give, but can't conceive. I'm talking to the person who maybe or was called to ministry and they are a very good speaker, but no one knows who they are. I'm talking to the person who selflessly gives of themselves, but they are not noticed by anyone. Those are the people that I'm talking to. And I'm sure that we can add some more things. I'm talking to the person who knows that they have been caught to greatness Yet, they are not walking in the the greatness that they have perceived in their minds and in their hearts. Okay? We have terms and conditions that come with our journey. Things that we were not expecting. Terms and conditions for the believer are found in God's word. Everything that we want to know about life is found in his word. However, we rarely take the time to really understand what those things mean for us. And when we don't understand it, what it does is it creates a misunderstanding of who God is. It causes us to panic and make rash decisions. And it actually Lastly, which is a big one, is it causes a major delay to our destination. Some of us have an idea of what we want our life to look like, yet and still our life does not quite reflect what we think that it should. Okay? Terms and conditions. So it's very important that we understand what those terms and conditions are. Now, one of the things that I want to explain to you is that God's word does not automatically undo all the negative realities of life, okay? That's not what his word does. But his word helps us to understand that the things that we're going through, uh, that we can expect them, okay? When we go through something, we can expect his help. Those are all things that are found in his word. However, if we do not take the time, again, to dig into those dig in delve in to his word hey dre how are you if we don't take time to dig into his word then we're not going to understand the terms and the conditions that come with our journey and what's going to happen is when we encounter trouble when we encounter situations that may be debilitating to us we are not going to be able to make it we are going to immediately lose hope i'm thinking of the person who was fine had plans for their whole life and now they're um, diagnosed with a terminal illness and they've lost their mobility okay that person especially if they're a believer they're going to have an issue with god lord i served you i did this i did that why in the world would you allow this to happen to me why would you allow my life to stop okay but these are things that are in terms and conditions there is a scripture let me find it psalms 34 19 and 20 The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all of his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Right here, it says it in his word that the righteous person is going to have many troubles. That means if you are halfway trying to live your life, even if you aren't, but if you are trying to halfway live your life right, you are going to have trouble indeed. 
Why? Because that is a part of the journey. That is a part of the terms and the conditions. Jesus understood the terms and the conditions that came with his journey. And how do we know that? We know that because I'm going to read you a scripture and I'll tell you how he knows that. Isaiah 53 and 7. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. We are talking about Jesus. When he was getting ready to die, he knew what was about to take place. Yet, he did not open his mouth. It says that he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He did not open his mouth because he understood the terms and the conditions that came with that part of his journey. So if Jesus had to go through that, how much more should we um, expect to have in our life? Okay. Reading on to... Um, Isaiah, a couple scriptures down, Isaiah 53, 9 and 10. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth, yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offspring and prolonged days and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. It says it right there. It says, even though he had no violence, he had no deceit in his mouth. It was the Lord's will to crush him. This is the word of God. This is what the word of God says. It was, hey, Danella, how are you? I texted you yesterday. I see you were having big fun. So when I get off live, maybe if you're available, I'll give you a call. So yet it was the Lord's will to crush him. Okay, so even though Jesus knew all of these things were a part of his journey, these terms and conditions, he didn't complain. He didn't turn his back on God. He didn't try to stop it. He willingly allowed it to happen because he understood that the term and condition was you are going to have to suffer. You are going to have to die to save all of these people. Yet I'm going to be with you the whole entire time. And you are going to reign. I am going to raise you back up. You are going to sit up in heaven with me. And so Jesus knew all of these things were going to take place. So he knew that, yes, the terms and the conditions dealt with suffering, but it also dealt with a great reward. And so what does all of this mean for us? What all this means for us is there are terms and conditions that we need to go back and we need to understand. We need to go back and we need to read the word of God one more time because we have all these things going on in our lives and it feels as though our lives are completely chaotic as if our lives have been turned around, dumped upside down and we don't understand. Okay, but God is in everything. God goes before everything. All God has to do is say a word and change the whole situation. But it is not always his will to change your situation at that time. God has a time and a place in which he does things. And these things happen for various reasons. For Jesus, it was for him to die on a cross to save all of humanity so that we would have a chance to have a better life, a life with uh, God in heaven. 
For us, it may be building something in us. I say it all the time, building character, um, resilience, helping us be stronger, uh, more equipped for the things that God has for us. We think that we're ready for a lot of things that we are not ready for. I seen a post the other day that said everybody is wet, ready for a wedding, but nobody is ready for marriage. Okay, and so we have to think about that. Yes, we're ready for all of the the glamour that comes with that shine bright life, all of the money, all the fame, all the big fancy things. But are we willing to go through what we have to go through to get there? Same thing with marriage. You want a good marriage. Maybe you see somebody's marriage um, that reflects something that you would want. What did they have to go to get through that? They had to go through something in order to have that good marriage. That stuff is not made overnight. These people, these Fortune 500 companies, that stuff wasn't made overnight. That's stuff that they had to work hard and they had to go through things. They understood the terms and the conditions that came with their journey and they had to decide whether they was going to fight for it or whether they were going to bow out gracefully. And there's so many people that is bowing out gracefully because they are not ready. They don't have what it takes. They are scared. They are panicking and they have turned away from God because they have not taken the time to understand. When we understand the terms and the conditions that come with our journey, we can be at peace where we are. We can be at peace because we know that it's going to change. We know that what is going on in our lives today, it may change tomorrow. We know that if we are suffering now, that we are not going to be suffering always. When we understand that, then we figure out what it is that God wants from us from this stage of our journey. And we go on. And that is it. That is all. Let me read you a scripture, another scripture. John 16 and 33. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in this world. Listen here in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So again, um, again, he's letting us know that we're going to have trouble in this world, but he has already overcome all of it. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter. He has already overcome it all, but we're making it worse because we're panicking. We're stiffening up. They say when you have an accident, they said it's not always the impact that um, is what causes all that soreness and stuff the next day. It's the fact that you've tensed up and that's what we're doing. We're tensing up and it's causing us problems. It's causing us. I love my favorite word, consternation within our souls, because we're trying to figure this out. We can't understand what God is doing. We don't like what he's doing. It's an uncomfortable place. It's a place of uncertainty. It's a place of darkness. It's a place of loneliness. But God already said that he has overcome it all. He has already said in his word that he come to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. That doesn't void out that we're going to have trouble. He's going to give us that abundant life, but we are going to have some trouble. But we can still access that abundant life in that trouble. Well, how do you do that? You change the way you think about your situation. I'm faced with the situation. This is where I'm at. What am I going to do about it? Can I go over it? Can I go around it? Can I go through it? I have to go through it. Excuse me. I can't go over it. I can't go around it. I have to go through it. I'm reminded of the um, the runner, the, the girl, the young lady that just qualified for the Tokyo, I think her name is Shikari, 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 something like that. The one that said, I'm that girl. 
Well, you know what? She is that girl. You know why? Because one of the statements that she made in her interview was she was like, y'all don't know what I go through. She was like, my coaches know, my family know, but y'all don't know what I go through. Y'all know that y'all come out here, y'all see me run, and y'all know that I give it my best. Right before that race, her mother died. She could have easily used that as an excuse to just stop and not do anything. But she said, no, my mother would have wanted me to continue. I have to continue for my family, for my friends, for my fans, for myself. And she got out there and she ran. She gave it her all. And look what she was able to receive um, from all of that. And so we have to have that same don't quit attitude. It doesn't matter what's going on. It's not fair. That girl lost her mom a few weeks, a week or two weeks before that race. She lost her mom. That's devastating. Okay. Some of us are in despairing, devastating situations, but for us to lay down in those despairing situations, it's not going to help. I know what happened to you was not fair. It absolutely wasn't. It wasn't fair to things that happened to me, but I can't sit and cry about it. I can't let those things stop my life. So what? I've been divorced. I've been divorced not one time, not two times, and I'm married a third time. Do you think that I want to go through all of that? I don't really feel like it was my fault. I know it wasn't my fault. Okay. But that was something that I had to go through for whatever reason. God used that circumstance in my life and I have a story. I'm able to help other people who have been through that. So we all have things in our lives that we go through, but that does not mean, Hey, um, Barry Dula. I can't even say it, Peter. I'm sorry. I can't even pronounce it. I'm going to chop your name up. My little artist on here. Um, we all have things that we've gone through. That's not fair. But allow God to use whatever that thing is so that he can, so that you can be a blessing to someone else. So that he can get the glory out of your situation. So that everybody else can see you shine in that darkness. I refuse, I absolutely refuse to lay down and just take it. Now I might get, you know, tripped up every now and again, but I'm not going to stay there. I'm not going to let any circumstance in my life stop me from doing what I know God wants me to do. I'm not going to be stopped. And you have to develop that same attitude. Is it going to be hard? Absolutely. But he already says in his word that he's going to be with you, period. Let me read another scripture. And I read this on prayer Friday, Isaiah 43, one and two. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. This is what the Lord says. He's going to be with you. It doesn't matter what your circumstance is. It doesn't matter how dark, how lonely, how much it hurt. He is with you in all of that. And he wants to take that and he wants to use that to his glory. He wants to use that to help somebody else. And so what is your responsibility in all of this? Understand what those terms and conditions are. Understand that life is not going to go according to your plan, but God's plan. Understand that you're in a relationship, you're in a friendship, you're in a family ship with a person. Understand that that person can change at any moment. That person could wake up and they could decide that they don't want to be with you anymore and they don't even have a reason why. 
understand that you may have that you may have been working at a job for the last 15 years waiting for a promotion only to find out to get called in the office and say we've been we let you we have to let you go we have somebody else for your position those things are going to happen it is inevitable for you to go through a life thinking that bad things are not going to happen what you can do is of course make good decisions you know, sound decisions, that's going to help. But ultimately, something is going to happen. We'll talk about, you know, more of, you know, what to do and how to do it on Wednesday. But we are going to be in counter with things. We are not going to escape it, whether it's mental, whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual, whether it's emotional, whether it's financial, whatever it is, you, you're going to go through it, period. Now, everybody's is different. Some of you may have a whole mix of all those things. And you wondering, like, why in the world? Why in the world, Lord, is all of this stuff happening to me? I'm, I'm a good person. I'm, I'm a this. I'm a that. God doesn't care about who you are. He doesn't care about your geographical location. He doesn't care how many degrees that you have. He's not a respecter of persons. He do as he pleases. That's why he's all powerful God. Because he does that. We can't figure him out. We can't box him in. There are a lot of good people that bad things happen to. There are a lot of bad people that seemingly get away with doing people any kind of way. I can't explain that. But what is our responsibility? Our responsibility is to have hope and to trust in the Lord. And lean not on our own understanding. In all of our ways, acknowledge him and he's going to direct our paths. And him directing our paths does not mean that our paths are just going to be smooth sailing. They may be a little bit rough at times. So I um, promise that I'm staying under a half an hour. Let me get some water because all that talking makes my throat dry. So. And everything, we have to give thanks to God for where we are, the things that are being played out in our lives. Um, I'm at peace with my life. I'm at peace with whatever God is doing. He's doing some very interesting things. I'm not going to even say I don't like it because I don't even know what he's doing. But I'm going to trust him through that. Because I don't have I don't have any other choice. I'm not going to start crying. I'm not going to start kicking. I'm not going to start complaining. I'm not going to start questioning who God is. I'm going to let God have his way. I watched a movie earlier. Um, and it was called um, Disposable Things. And just from the look of it, like one of those little cold black, you know, cheap movies or whatever. But it was actually a really good movie. And it was about a young girl. Her father was a preacher. You know, just very hard on her. Really didn't love her. Um... And she ended up getting raped by one of the deacons and she had a baby and they took her baby away from her. And so, you know, she she grew up. She went on to become successful. She had a beautiful husband. Um, she was a professor at a school, just really top notch, good life. And right in the middle of all of that, after she finally, you know, got her life together, not got her life together, but, you know, grew up and made something of herself, you know, got a nice um, husband and a career. The husband suddenly dies, you know, and so she was left in despairing place. And one of the things that she said was, God, you took everything away from me. 
even at the age of 16, I wasn't, it was not my fault that I was raped, but you took everything away from me. And now when I finally find my husband, somebody who loves me, somebody who understands me, my happiness, you take him too. And so she went into a pit of despair, you know, drinking and all those things. And, you know, she got help or whatever, and she found her way to, um, this, um, community house that helps troubled kids and you know long story short you know she didn't understand what God was doing and why God would put her in the place but one of the things she said as she was going through recovery she said Lord if this is your will then give me strength to be able to conquer it to go through it to be able to be productive in it and the Lord gave her strength and um, come to find out, you know, at the end of the movie, she um, learned that the guy who ran the house that she was working with was actually her son. And so it was a beautiful ending because we see that God does all things well. And even though it's a movie, those things happen in real life. She had to go through all of those things. But look at the end. The Lord gave her back her son and they had a daughter. Um, the son and his wife had a daughter. So she had a granddaughter and she was happy and she felt like you know, the Lord really restored her and he's given her everything and she was able to make a difference in the lives of those kids. And so we don't know why God does the things that he does in our lives, but we have a responsibility not to find out necessarily because we may never find out, but we have a responsibility to say, okay, Lord, if I, I don't know what you're doing, but please give me the strength to continue on. If this is the path that you have chosen for me, then give me the strength so that I can go through it. And that should be our prayer. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for my friend, Lord, who was viewing, Lord, anybody who's watching a replay. Father, I thank you, Lord, for their lives, Lord. And Lord, wherever they are, Lord, whatever trial, tribulation they are going through on today, Father, I'm asking, Lord, that you give them some kind of peace, Lord, about it. I'm asking, Lord, that you will give them, Lord, the strength that they need to go through it, oh God, because some of us, these situations hit us hard and we don't know what to do. We don't know who to turn to, oh God. We don't have lifelines, oh God. And so, Father, whoever that is on today, I'm asking, Lord, that you be their lifeline and let them reach unto you, Lord, and reach into your word, Lord, so that you can give them that peace and that direction that they need, Lord, to travel through these murky waters. And Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in their life. We thank you for the great things in which you will do. We ask these things in your name. We pray. Amen. <clears throat> Well, thank you so much for watching. I am getting choked up here. Hold on. I still not better. Okay, I'm going to get off here because I've been talking too much and my throat is doing something. So thank you so much for watching. Be blessed. I'll be back on Wednesday. We will continue talking about terms and conditions on Wednesday. Want to hear your feedback. What are you dealing with? What are you going through? Know that God is able and I hope that you were encouraged and you have a little bit of hope. Be blessed. If you would like to know more about me, please visit my website, www.loveariston.com. You can also find me on social media, Facebook, Ariston CM, or Instagram and Twitter. I'm so Ariston. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to grow.